Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday, welcome into PHOY Phillies podcast. A lot has happened today, and the clock just passed one o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Welcome, and I'm Renee Washington. Jamie Lynch here, looking dapper as always, yeah, comfy, <laughs> comfy as always. <laughs> and welcome in. It is almost Red October officially. Will, yes, Will's always the first one in the comments. Yeah, I said this I last show for the Union show because you're first for the Union show as well. But listen, so much has happened. It's been the Angel Hernandez fiasco. It's been the game being postponed we will not have baseball today even though we thought we were going to be kicking off the start of the series versus the Mets the final series of the regular season we've got one more day to wait as the news broke New York is underwater and so uh, we are going to have to wait until tomorrow for the start of this Mets Philly series so for today what are we doing without baseball I know Tyler Zuli our producer and Jamie Lynn were talking about uh, what to do without baseball especially if you have a day without the wife, but uh, yeah, Jamie, Ty- for you. Tyler's <laughs> got a treat tonight. He can order whatever he wants. When my wife goes away, I usually go stromboli uh, or cheesesteak and then typically some wings because we don't normally get that stuff. Not that my wife is anti those things, but it's just, those aren't like standard orders. If I bring up stromboli, she'll be like, ah, you know, you get a little guff for it because she tries to be healthy. She tries to keep me alive. I appreciate that about her. But when she's gone, it's party time with the stromboli and the wings wow. or whatever. Living yeah. on the edge with Real some stromboli. So Tyler's Real. got one of those nights ahead. Uh, probably some video games, uh, some dog time, some heavy metal music, and some unhealthy foods. Yeah. So. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> Tyler's always living the life. For anybody that's that's just tuning in, welcome. We're talking about Friday. No longer we're gonna have. We don't have Phillies games to watch tonight. There's yeah. no Phillies games. There's no no chaos of uh, watching what's gonna happen against the Mets because it's instead we're field. talking about having like a Friday without baseball instead of a, a yeah a crappy weather day. Um, yesterday was a lot and today was a lot and I I just found out I was doing a show and I found out from Jamie that also Tupac's murderer has been arrested. Yeah, they just made allegedly. A, a rest- in Las Vegas for a guy connected to the Tupac murder. 
Uh, that oh, happened so during the show. The Phillies cancellation or postponement happened during the show. This last when you were doing hour. your union stuff. You came out and I was like, boom, boom, boom. These three things all just happened. USA went down to Europe in the Ryder Cup today. That was embarrassing. A lot happened in the last hour. Uh, but yeah, Tupac, uh, his murder uh, suspect, got picked up. We'll see how that develops. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Just about 30 years later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Tupac was actually killed the day. How did that work? It I was, was like the, after my birthday. What was it, 96? 96, yeah. Because it was like September 6th of 96, I think it was. And I only remember that because my birthday's the 7th. And every year it's like the anniversary of Tupac's death as I'm celebrating my birthday, which is a weird thing. Um, but it is been, it's been a weird Friday. It's been a, a freaky Friday with some things going on. Now, the game that was supposed to be played today versus the Mets has been postponed to tomorrow. 4-10 start for the doubleheader. Then the, the following game would be uh, after at 7-10 p.m. Um as you talk about, somebody in connection with the Tupac murder was was arrested. And then last night, we're still processing Angel Hernandez and the helmet gate um, as we are ready to throw Angel Hernandez out of the league. Now, let's let's talk about Angel Hernandez. <laughs> Ed Wright says, I hope it was Angel Hernandez that got picked up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me pretty good. <laughs> that really got you going there, Jamie. Uh, um, yeah, Mickey, you're going to a high school football game. Oh, no. I'm going game. to one tomorrow. I'm Fun going to fact, Mickey, my sister used to work in, as an athlete, assistant athletic director at Notre Dame High School in New Jersey. I almost so. went there. I was between LaSalle, Holy Ghost, and Notre Dame High. What is the Notre Dame connection? That's yeah. bizarre. Uh, but wow. I am going to LaSalle's football game tomorrow for a little alumni weekend. And. Uh, uh, Philly sports trip. My buddy Vince is doing the uh, the tailgate and the beer before the game. Oh. So got to go see my buddy Vince and uh, cheer on the Explorers. So I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been to a high school game in a year. So, you know. It's so funny every time you talk about LaSalle because we both went to LaSalle, but I went to LaSalle uh, University and you yes. went to the high school. My dad went to the university as well. Yeah. So it's like it always it's always weird because you're not talking about. I was not. <laughs> I was not in high school in 96. I was, Mr. Sandman. <laughs> yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Oh, uh, I was going to make a joke about not being that old, mm, but... It's okay. I understand how old I am. It's fine. Listen, oh, Mickey said his kids go to Notre Dame. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. I went to Pennington Prep, as we talked about before, I think, on the show. And you almost went to Notre Dame High School. Yeah. I, um, that. Mm -hmm. I know I also saw in the chat Mets are cowards for what they did last night and tonight, Ryan. <laughs> Listen... Those stinking Mets. We can't stand them. There's yeah, a lot I, of cowardly activity that we saw last night that we need to unpack. Do we start with the Mets? Do we start with Angel? I'm um, not going to say. Angel Hernandez is the main <laughs> talking point of the day. Lock him up. Throw him in prison. Keep him out excessive. of baseball playoffs. He should be. I mean, I don't know why. Tyler did a nice job creating a graphic for us that we'll have for <laughs> you in a second here. This guy is consistently the worst. I don't know who he has naked pictures of. Uh, oh. The umpire union needs to stop protecting this guy. He's horrible. Uh, you remember Angel Hernandez is the guy last year versus the Pirates uh, mm -hmm. that Kyle Schwarber freaked out against uh, on behalf of both teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he did the... Uh, <laughs> both of us, both dugouts. And Andrew McCutcheon was in the outfield giving him a, a round of applause. Um, so Angel Hernandez continues to embarrass the game. Um, he's the reason I cannot wait for robo-umps. Not that he won't be there, uh, but hopefully, you know, uh, he will be minimized. Uh, this is where unions can be bad because they protect bad employees sometimes. Mm. Uh, as a pro-union guy, you know, it's, it's nice to cut the dead weight off. And Angel Hernandez, he's dead weight. He's horrible. Nobody will defend him. You know, Ruben was going off in the booth about him. Rookie Bo stopped by and was like, oh, he's horrible. Like, even ex- 
MLB players usually have that respect for the umpires to a degree. Yeah. Angel Hernandez has no respect from anyone. Tim Williamson saying relegate him down to the minors. I don't know if he should even be there either. I mean, he just it's when you look at how much he's impacting the game, it's painful to watch. And it's consistently Angel Hernandez, and that's what Bryce Harper was talking about. It's the same guy, same story, same guy. You already know it's Angel Hernandez in the middle of things. And the way he was just standing there as Bryce Harper was walking towards him, just stoic and just straight-faced because it's it's that sign of, like, you know you're wrong, you're slightly crazy, said look at the replay. You're going to see that I was right when you look at the replay. And Bryce is like, I don't have to look at the replay. I already know I was right. Angel Hernandez was wrong. Angel Hernandez has continued to be wrong. And Angel Hernandez has continued to cause these players such as Bryce Harper, such as Kyle Schwarber, to have to be ejected that we, there's no reason for that. There's no. no reason for you. Just get the call right. He is a disgrace, Will. It's frustrating. We've, how many how many times is the question? How many times are we going to continue to have these conversations before there's something held accountable? Bryce knows he's getting a letter and a talking to. What is Angel Hernandez getting right now? Well, he gets poor grades and Tyler's come up with the, uh, the Angel Hernandez report card here from MLB Accuracy uh, percentile rating, he's in the bottom 2% uh, in accuracy and consistency. Uh, he's just overall pretty damn terrible. When you look at his percentile ranks among all MLB umpires, uh, mm. he's just one of the worst. And they, the MLB did a good job, let me praise them, for keeping him out of the playoffs last year. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, I hope that happens again this year. This man deserves no nothing to do with MLB playoffs. Um, and when you see Bryce Harper freak out like that, it was funny. I was watching the game with Skyler, uh, well, the whole family, but Skyler in particular said to me, I don't like when Harper's mad. Aww. And I was like, well, he has every right to be mad because <laughs> somebody didn't do their job. Somebody wasn't paying attention. Because that's I, like, I don't know how else to explain that call other than he wasn't watching. Mm. Like, you literally, four pitches earlier, the same exact less egregious check swing happened, and you called him safe. Ugh. And then he does it again, and you call him out. And then the next inning, somebody else does it, um, and it's, it's called safe again. And it was just like, dude, where, where's your freaking consist consistency here? Yeah. Like, what game are you watching? Um, so, you know, just a disgrace. Harper was right after the game. He says, Angel was in the middle of something again. Every year, it's the same story, same thing. I'm probably going to get a letter, and I'm going to get fined for mm -hmm. being right again. And, I mean, like, that just encompasses it. Like, the guy sucks. He shouldn't be a part of the game. Yeah, and when you look at the names, um, I, Ryan, I agree, it's the smugness, the smugness of it. When you look at the names of officials, whether it's a Joe West or a Derek Barnett with Nick Sirianni in the NFL or Scott Foster in the NBA, there are officials that just have that smug. It's the power of the whistle and the black and white stripes. Where he, said, you feel, he said to him, you'll see, you'll yeah, see. It's, and like, it's, just it's like, like the power for, for umps, for referees, for officials to have the whistle, to have the decision of knowing they can make a call that can drastically impact the entire game, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And for him to stand there and just stand there, not even move, not even sit, like he's like so calm, that's a sign of craziness to me. Like I, Harper's, Harper's great. pace is, is beelining it towards you. You've got Rob Thompson 
at 60 years old, trying to run as fast as he can. He's uh, post game that was funny. He's like, look, I don't have the speed I used to, but he's trying to go chase him down. And Bryce is charging at you. Ch- you know, you're just to stand there so smug. It's like, you know, you're in the wrong. <laughs> you don't care. You're in the wrong. And you are continuously finding ways to just throw to, to cause these major plays that are changing the game yeah harper was great he was like fuck you you'll see yeah <laughs> uh, and you could just read his lips and john boy media did a great job doing the lip reading video which oh, is really yeah. funny out uh but yeah my favorite part of that was because dusty watham is standing right there and dusty sees him coming and dusty goes did not even move nah he's he's justifying this i'm gonna let him get his money's worth while rob's running after him and dusty at the final seconds like all right. And he's like barely putting a hand in between. It's like the hold me yeah, back. Like when you're about like, to fight someone, you're like, hold me back. Hold he was me like, back. All right. Just don't like <laughs> spit on him or chest bump him or something. Like get your money's worth. Like well, every, everybody in the stadium knew he was justified. And the thing is, once we got the signal that Bryce Harper's ejected, I'm, I'm at the same. As long as you're not like putting hands on him and it's escalating to get your get your oh, money's yeah. worth. You're getting ejected anyways. Get all you he's can. Say out. what you need to say. Yeah. You're out of the game. So at this point, the damage is done. There's no coming back. So I agree. It's kind of like, hey, hold me back, hold me back. But it's like, don't really hold hold me back. Let me at him. Let me at him. All right. Can, <laughs> I, can we talk about the elephant in the room? I don't know. I'm jealous of a 10-year-old boy. Oh. There was something really cool to come out of it. And I'm jealous of Hayden Dorfman, 10-year-old. Because not only is a batting helmet like the coolest souvenir you could get for an NBA player uh, sneaker sign would be like up there. Um, Jerseys are pretty cool. No, no denying that a glove would be unbelievable. But a batting helmet is so like rare that that's something given out. And not only that, but it was the maroon fat P old school, like the greatest batting helmet they have. He tosses it up in the stands. Luckily, the dad of Hayden uh, was able to muscle it away. There was a little bit of a I saw that tug of war going on there. (laughs) And I understand it. But luckily, the boy uh, got it. And Bryce Harper. And this is what just continues to be awesome about this team. Uh, And shout out to Garrett Stubbs the night prior when he like erupted in jubilation when the kid behind the dugout had a Stubbs yes, jersey yes. and signed it for him, dancing on my own, Garrett Stubbs. And Bryce Harper knew the kid got the helmet, uh, you know, had it sent down to the dugout, signed Philly Philly. Bryce Harper dated it and gave it back to the kid. And I'm jealous of a 10-year-old. That is not are. only a memory that he's going to think <clears throat> about until the day he's dead, uh, but it's a, a souvenir, a remembrance, a remembrance that him and his family had together. It's just like that is the coolest thing in the world. The thing is, you go to the ballpark, excited to see your favorite players, excited to watch the game. Nobody is expecting to go to the ballpark and walk away with a, an autographed helmet from Bryce Harper. No. And then on top of that, you get an interview. You're on you're on the game yeah. broadcast. Terrence interviewing him. He's, he's he, doing he the Conor great, McGregor walk yeah. through school today. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's the that's coolest me. kid in his fifth grade class, yeah. I'm sure. Um, because you literally just, out of a moment that, as you mentioned, the, everybody's pissed off. Nobody's excited. He's the only one that is happy. Happy leaving Citizens Bank Park after that. He definitely showed off the verbal skills, Mickey. I agree with you. And 
also props to those that back down because we have seen times when people want to doubt us Philly fans. We give you moments every once in a while that show we have a heart. We are kind people because that moment last night was a moment of I was like applauding. Now, granted, if I was in that scrummage of, of trying to get the helmet, I don't know that I'd back down. But to see the, the, the adults mm-hmm. that were able to back in and say, OK, there is a 10 year old here. We'll give him the helmet. It's OK. You can have it. Um, that was also a very positive moment for us. Philly sports kid, fans. That kid must be a diehard here at allphly.com because when Taryn was interviewing him, he was like, well, I'd rather Harper be in the game. And I'm like, ah. That's my guy. I, uh, like, that's an awesome <laughs> answer, but appreciate what you got, kid. That's uh, one of the coolest oh, yeah. baseball souvenirs I've ever seen. I'll gladly take an, an ejection for an autographed Bryce Harper game helmet. I did like what Bryce was saying also, and I know um, I think it was you, Mickey, that was saying in the chat. Um, you guys are commenting so quickly, which I love, but I, I lost it in there. Just saying how Bryce's even response to it in the clubhouse was, was fantastic about, you know, how it, it is more important. Oh, I just saw it there actually go down how it is more important to be in the game than uh you know because these games still have meaning yeah, Michael and I know we've talked about, in the yeah. booth about that we've and, talked about this being meaningless too. baseball but it's not meaningless baseball it doesn't matter that you've clinched it doesn't matter that you've got home games for for the playoffs you know as he's talking about, you don't get baseball forever. And these at-bats are important. These chances to play are important. And also for the people like Hayden, like anybody else that's at Citizens Bank Park, this might be their last chance of the season to watch them. These tickets aren't as expensive. Maybe there are people that came out and bought tickets to see the Phillies. And now out in the third inning, Bryce is no longer in the game. And, and, and it's frustrating for everybody. So I like what Bryce was saying about the meaningful aspect of for the fans and being sensitive to it of like, no, I don't ever want to be thrown out of the game. He's been thrown out four times this season. I don't want to be thrown out of the game, but also every chance I get to play baseball is an honor, and I want to make sure that you know I'm I'm not having that stripped away from me. So I did like the humility of what Bryce was saying. Like it is still meaningful to me. I still want to get these at bats. I still want to play. I don't care if we've clinched. It's still meaningful baseball. Yeah, and all the Phillies seem to understand that you know it's not the same people in the stands every night. Like yeah, there's a new the audience. Uh, you know the famous line, Mickey Mantle doesn't care about you. Well, the 2023 Philadelphia. Philadelphia Phillies care about you because you've heard a couple guys make reference to it, um, you know, and it's really cool when you see a league MVP, a team leader be like, no, like I know that that kid might this might be his only chance to see me play this mm-hmm. year. And, you know, that's why Kobe Bryant used to never sit out games if he could was because he knew like. No, there's there's kids in the stands that yeah. this might be the only chance they get to see me. And their dad might have worked overtime to afford these tickets or yeah. mom might have worked overtime. You know, like they understand that. And the Phillies seem to get that as a whole, uh, which is really cool to see. And it just makes mm-hmm. this in whole, you know, Red October experience trip that much more enjoyable because there's just an easy team to root for. Bottom yeah. line. And that is the second time Bryce Harper was thrown out this month. We saw him get ejected September 13th against the Braves. If he keeps the home run numbers he up, keep also, getting ejected, Yeah, man. I was going to say, he, <laughs> I mean, back in May and June, he was also ejected. And, and he's also, it's, it's kind of interesting. He's been ejected, I think I saw, 11 times. Yeah, 11 times since his debut in the majors back in 2012, which is one of the highest across Major League Baseball that a player's been ejected and in that this span. this year, wow. Four of those happened this year. So four of his 11 ejections he's happened this Harper. year. Bryce Harper is becoming 
he's got he's he's tapping into that alter ego but yeah, of but, like but he's been justified in most of he them has that been. i've seen but you know what i think it also is a sign of like we talk about bryce harper in the category of, of being one of the greatest and the evolution of his career to have four he's been ejected 11 times four times a season he's i think a, is a he testament. really is a philadelphian now it is he's truly a philadelphian <laughs> he's a philly philly for sure but he's he also angry. is i feel like as you get better and as your game progresses so does the emotional side that's connected to it that he's we talked about it yesterday how locked in he is that doesn't change because he gets a bad call against him he's so locked in he's he's getting in angel hernandez's face like yeah. that's the evolution that he's he's taking that next step as a superstar in my opinion that's not going to stand for this and i'm all for it yeah when him and stott argue uh, a ball or strike uh, you screwed up you've screwed Be- up because those guys they, those guys know what they're looking at um, and Angel Hernandez, just get away from the game. Now, John Cheeseboro is asking a question about Angel Hernandez, who does have a lawsuit out against Major League Baseball um, on the charges of racial mistreatment. And now John is asking if this is possibly him giving a big middle finger to Major League Baseball because of the lawsuit that, in a sense, he's almost like, sabotaging or I don't, you know, somehow just trying to get back at Major League so Baseball. So he lost his appeal again in August for the second time, uh, his racial discrimination lawsuit. Um, it was federally appealed, it looks like, August 15th in the Second Circuit U.S. Courts of Appeal um, decision that granted MLB a summary judgment. Uh, so it looks like, you know, He's failing in that regard. I think the hard You're part is... You're just a bad is, umpire. I don't I, think it helps. Like, I know part of the reason he was... And I didn't read all the details, but I know the overview of the, the lawsuit for racial discrimination was he felt he wasn't being given opportunities. No, that's you're and, not given opportunities because you suck. But that's the hard part is you're not helping your case when you go out and you do things like this and you throw out Kyle Schrober last year, Bryce Harper this year. You just continuously are involved everybody in ejections. Hates him. Every and everybody player hates, him, hates him. That nobody's going to rally around you and support you. And I'm, as a woman of color, I will actively always speak up against any sort of injustice because I see it on so many levels. I don't but see it But if you're here. not... But, like, this is one of those times... We're, it's going to be crickets chirping. We're not going to be rallying around you because we're, we don't like you because you continuously are making bad calls that now we're actually like, you know what? Major League Baseball has a point. I, I see why the, the lawsuit doesn't have a leg to stand yeah, on. Yeah, somebody, I think it was Chris in the chat, said he hasn't done a World Series since 2005. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's correct because he grades out so poorly every year. Like, <laughs> you can't bring about a lawsuit when you're one of the worst graded officials. You're, the, the reason they grade officials is so that they can have the best of the best come playoff and World Series time when things matter most. Mm-hmm. There's a reason you're in the bottom 2% of all umpires because you stink. It's that simple. Um, so, you know, how, Angel, just how, go away. How do Robo umps fix this? Uh, if at all, because this is like. Well, the check swing aspect, I believe, still falls on the human umpire behind home right. plate. And for the people that, you know, don't know, they're not going to lose the umps for from the field. They're all still going to be standing there. So theoretically, Angel Hernandez will still be standing there. Um, in that type of situation, the umpire probably will still have an effect on it. Yeah. So it wouldn't really affect that one. Uh, but, you know, say there wasn't a check swing and he took it looking and it was a ball, then the robo-ump will call it correctly. Um, so the check swing aspect, to my knowledge, Tyler, do you think I'm right on that? I think the 
the safe and the swing call will still go to the, the line judges, even with robo umps. And that's yeah. the thing. People were saying, um, you know, can't get those robo umps quick enough. But at the end of the day, that's not going to change it because it's but still it, going to. It will to help with the consistency, which is part. something that Harper talked about mm -hmm. also. He's like, look, it's not fair to pitchers. It's not fair to the batters. It's not fair to the fans. And he was just like the consistency and not knowing. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe he doesn't check swing if, you know, like, I don't know. But the consistency, it'll just be a more evened out, uh, consistent product. Yeah, it would definitely minimize the chances of these calls going so wrong um, and, and just being incorrect. So, I, Angel Hernandez. The, you stink. You stink. I know in the chat you guys the are dragging him. Philly captain got him um, leaving the lots last night. Did you see the video? Philly captain's everywhere. I know, he really is. He, <laughs> he, uh, He's got he, us covered. He, 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 the, in the most Philly accent ever, Angel Hernandez was driving out of the lots and he goes, Angel Hernandez, you stink and I don't like you. And Angel Hernandez just had like this smile look on his face so as he was smug. driving away. He's so smug. That um, is the Angel Hernandez way, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good afternoon. To, I know, Tyreek, you came in a little bit late in the chat. Uh, welcome to all of you guys that are jumping in, giving us your thoughts on Angel Hernandez. It's, it's definitely frustrating to see, but you know what's not frustrating? The Game Time app. Boom. The Game Time app allows you to be able to purchase tickets to any game or concert and have an easier process so that you and your buddies can be out of the ballpark, watching your favorite teams, watching your favorite players, watching your favorite celebrities. Use that code PHLY for $20 off. The screen, the code is on your screen. For those of you that are tuning in through podcast platforms, again, PHLY gets you $20 off with the Game Time app. Now, we've talked a lot about Angel Hernandez. We've talked a lot about um, just the frustrating. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, I, he's got to be. Listen, there's been some really bad officials in sports, and John Cheeseburger, you're saying he's got to be the worst in all of sports. That's, I don't know. There's there's a lot. Of, like Scott Foster is one that always comes to mind. That I don't know if I've seen many officials in any yeah. sport that really makes me want to just punch the TV screen like Scott Foster. But Angel Hernandez is really I giving him he, a run for his money. I think he money. takes the cake. I'll, I'll give it to him. Shittiest referee slash umpire uh, in sports. It's, is you, Angel? Yeah, I'm giving it to him. I think the thing is you're giving it's ejections that you're causing. Like, this is... It, it really is a question and we should have... We, maybe we'll do a deep dive into some officials at some yeah, point. Yeah, and Sean Melody joined makes you late wonder. as well, and he's wondering, is, is there any chance he gets the postseason? Uh, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't gotten it the last two years. I think he got it in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but they know he stinks, uh, yeah. so I don't think they want to put him out on the it's field. It's a situation where they, they can't get rid of him because he has filed lawsuits against yeah. them, but he continuously gets ba bad reviews and grades is causing issues oh the the ref that was caught cheating um tim in the Donaghy? nba tim yeah tim local yes guy. yes now that but i i'll take tim donaghy uh at fixing games over um angel say, hernandez he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> just tell me what side of the game he's on so i can uh, profit off of it no i wouldn't i do don't know i mean yes, I, I don't know because watched Tim's story on Netflix, which was a really great documentary. Yeah, it, if you're, good, yeah. it was really good. Um, I don't know. It wasn't as... It Bogar? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Because it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I don't know. There... The like 38 calls uh, an hour prior to tip. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the way he was involved with the game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Fic was, is a fixing referee worse than, uh, than Angel Hernandez? <laughs> no, Angel Hernandez is worse. I 
actually think for Tim, it was fixing games. He was more just saying this is what's probably oh, going to happen yeah, versus uh-huh. Angel. He's literally just changing games. Jerome Bogar from the NFL. Oh, I don't know. We, you know what? This is a topic that we've got to get into one day because there's some really bad officials. C.B. Buckner, Joe West were pretty bad baseball umpires. Uh, um, because I think it depends on what are we calling bad. Like, Tim with the NBA fixing games is illegal bad. Okay. They can then probably have more officials. influence than baseball unless you're behind the plate. That's the other thing because officials do have, like an NFL official versus a Major League Baseball versus NBA does have different Influences, influences in the on game. the actual you can outcome be a little of the sneakier game. in the NBA, whereas yeah, you Angel call... Hernandez is just bad. You know, yeah. like I don't think yeah. fixing ejecting Bryce Harper from a game for something nonsensical is necessarily it's going to affect the game, but I don't think it like sways it like yeah. some of the the nonstop incessant calls in an NBA game could. Um, so Tim, I don't know. Tim Donaghy, Laz Diaz, I Laz saw Diaz, Eric yeah. Lewis, um, CB Buckner. There's a really long growing list. Scott Foster, Angel Hernandez. The He's list the of worst. bad officials is really bad. Is really really long. But also, I think for me, bad is like you make calls that nobody, nobody, regardless who's on, regardless what side of the call you're on, agrees with. We're all like, what? How? Why yeah. does that even make sense? And now you're changing games. Now you get people upset. You've got people arguing. People getting ejected. So to me, that's like an Angel Hernandez. Um, but we really have some pretty bad officials that we've seen over the years. Scott Foster. Yeah, Frank, I said Scott Foster several times because he is the main one. Yeah, he's that I Makes one a literally yeah. at the TV screen. All right, so here, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll spin zone last night into a good thing. There we go. All right. Let's go positive. So if they had won, they wouldn't have had the same record at this point as the 2008-1980 World Series champion teams. And we all know uh, that having an identical record to previous championship teams with three games remaining in the year is critical to winning a World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks to John Foley at 2008 Phils on Twitter last night for pointing out that through 159 games, the 2023 Phillies, the 2008 Phillies, and the 1980 Phillies were all 89 and 70. Yeah. So, ergo, Phillies are going to win the World Series. That's what we get from that. that pretty, the math, pretty simple. The math is mathing. It checks when out, yeah. You look at all the years that the Phillies had an 89 and 70 record through 159 games, how it panned out for the postseason – yeah, we're sitting pretty right now. Um, yeah, I do. I do, that. That is a huge positive. There are a lot of positives um, that have come from that. Brandon B. Really quickly, I do. I do feel like the NBA tipped the FBI on Scott Donahue. Uh, Scott Donahue, Lord. Well, they should have the same name, basically. Tim Donahue to prevent a Pandora's box of rippling. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Um, but yeah, it is encouraging when you see the numbers are ma- the, the math is mathing to what we've seen be successful for the Phillies in the past. But also when we've seen, look, Johan Rojas, I just, I just have to continue to say, I am in love with the way that he plays and see how he's been playing to see, uh, obviously we're, we're not happy that Bryce Harper got ejected, but to see how Bryce Harper has been playing and to see how different guys are at this point in the season, sweep or no sweep. Like, I don't know that there's much you could have taken away from yesterday. We actually expected, we expected, um, Wednesday's game to be a loss. We expected the hangover game to be a loss. So to win the first two of the series, clinch, get a home playoff game. And then 
yesterday was like whatever happens happens honestly it was a it was a game I won't say meaningless because as Bryce has already alluded to there are no meaningless games but it was a game that regardless of what happens we're sitting in a really positive spot we're feeling good on on how things are moving forward into the final series against the Mets yeah Wheeler only got the four innings last night which who cares how he yeah. looked uh he the big positive is he's healthy and he's going to be on his proper rest uh you know with a little extra rest with only four innings last night mm-hmm. heading into the playoffs so that's a great thing there there. Aaron Nola isn't going to pitch this weekend, so he'll be ready uh, for game two as well. Before the postponement, Rob Thompson had said that Taiwan Walker was just going to pitch a couple innings tonight. Yeah. And then he was probably going to have Christopher Sanchez come in for like, you know, maybe two to three innings to get his work in. So it's good to see that guys are just going to kind of be paced out and you're going to have the rotation and bullpen for the most part completely fully rested uh, which isn't a luxury for some of these other teams that are still fighting for playoff spots so mm-hmm. yeah we'll see what happens tomorrow with the double header maybe Sanchez goes a whole game or you know five or six innings or whatever uh, maybe Walker gets the early game Sanchez the later game uh, all I know is you're not going to see Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola no more um, so you know we'll see what happens but the little let's play two tomorrow up at uh, City Field um, we'll see how dry it is because New York is underwater uh, yeah, it's, I saw Brooklyn. All the streets were flooded. My friends that live outside the city, their basements were all getting water. So we're kind of we're kind of dodging it. I'm still hoping I can golf tomorrow morning uh, down here. But New York Ugh. is catching the brunt of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's I don't know why we have had some. Well, I do know why there's a whole tropical storm or whatever else and climate well, change new and everything. Climate, yeah. yeah, our climate change is is really causing chaos because it's been so rainy and it's so really gross. impacting my fall golf schedule i don't like it <laughs> i, love I fall had to golf. start bringing out like my warm clothes because i'm getting a sniffle because the weather's changing so quickly and this is that trick yeah, you we- got like the fur boots on i'm still in flip-flops you got fur I, am on. <laughs> I am thoroughly excited yeah. i am thoroughly excited for the winter to come because of the fact i get cold so easily i know we talked about this yesterday with your lot the fact you cannot wear socks and do not like to wear <laughs> real shoes besides I mean, I clogs. Can wear them i just prefer not to <laughs> but besides clogs and flip-flops and i'm the complete opposite you will rarely catch me in like sneakers flip even sneakers i would say flip-flops when it's cold i'm in like boots mm. i need warmth i need fur i need fake fur of course i need all the I need we don't, sweaters. We don't want Pete knocking oh, yeah. at the door, Renee. Huh? I said we don't want Pete knocking at the door. <laughs> yeah, it better be the fake fur. Yeah. But uh, no, did you, did you I'm, see the I'm sockless so controversy uh, with the Ryder Cup team? No. Oh, there's big, big fashion uh, faux pas possibly by Team USA. So they had some. Their suits were all done by some, you know, famous Italian fashion designer. I don't know. Oh, of course. Uh, something I'll never be able to afford. Uh, and they're over there, and you know, in Rome. Uh, so they came out for their gala. gala the other night and uh, all the Americans went socksless with the loafers which is kind of like a new trendy thing now no more socks with your suits the problem is if you have like a normal like kind of tan or just a consistent color to your legs you can pull it off these guys are professional golfers that had sock and shoe tans so there was like distinct tan lines in their leg at their sock mark and it looked 
pretty ridiculous because they were all sitting down and you could just see these horrendous foot tan marks on mm-hmm. all the golfers. So, uh, you know, Soxless, Soxless community uh, took a hit yesterday. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, there's a point for us that we're socks. Um, yeah, it's if you wear socks, you don't have these problems. Yeah. You know, your tan lines well, are hidden. Don't be a professional golfer and go Soxless. I think that's just Yeah, the, that's the what it really line. is. Um, yeah, like I idiot. mean, listen, I'm, I, Frank is saying that in the fall <laughs> you go <laughs> hoodie Fetterman hoodie and gym shorts. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wish I envy you guys. Frank, it's the it's the elite outfit. It is. I envy you guys. I get so cold, and honestly, like I'm cold hot. right now just talking about it. Um, that's yeah, why I'm see, sitting like this. Like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I definitely. I, w- I wish, and especially being a, a reporter, like when I used to play, I was fine because I'm running up and down the field. Like I remember November games. Well, TV for studios are usually pretty cold. Yeah, like I was fine. The it's the standing yeah. around or sitting around when you're reporting a game that's like has you shivering. And yeah, I, Chris has enough golf and feet talk. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's tough. These are tough problems. Listen, this is what we have to deal with right now. It's raining outside. We, have to, we need a rowboat to get into New York. Um, it's it's the weather's crazy. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So the Mets Marlins uh, Marlins game was also insane too. I'm I'm just glad we don't have these problems. Regardless what happens with the remainder of this series, the Phillies are fine. They've clinched. We know where they're going to be. The Marlins, who obviously are still in the mix of the NL wildcard race, um, that game versus the Mets also was dealing with weather issues, and they're not sure if that's going to get played or not. But (laughs) who cares? We don't care. We don't have these problems. They're sitting around like if they need to play, they will play. They it. don't need to play. If they don't, like, <laughs> sucks to suck. If you yeah. won your games, you wouldn't have these problems of the weather impacting your playoff implications. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't <laughs> weather related, but the Diamondbacks kind of screwed themselves a little bit by losing to the uh, lowly White Sox yesterday, which How is a big socks? deal because it impacts the Phillies series because Zach Gallen is going to have to now pitch tonight, South Jersey's own uh, Zach Gallen. He's going to have to pitch tonight, which means he won't be ready for game one on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which likely means he w- if the Diamondbacks are coming to Philadelphia, which is probably the most likely scenario, uh, he'll be pitching game two against Aaron Nola. Uh, yeah. So the Diamondbacks not clinching last night kind of screwed that all up, and now Nola looks like he's going to have to go up against Zach Gallen. Um, and, and, you know, they do have two decent to very good, you know, starters at the top of their rotation. So it's not the end of the world, uh, but I'm sure the Diamondbacks would like to have Zach Gallen as their game one starter in a three-game series. I think the biggest thing that I'm enjoying about this hunt, first of all, obviously the Phillies are fine and, and not impacted. We're now just waiting to see who they're going to play on Tuesday. But for I everybody else... I have a else, lot of anxiety about the schedule. It is... Oh. I, I, I need to know times. Like, well, I mean, I'm, I would I'm, like I'm, to I'm know getting t- itchy. Listen... You know I would like to know times. I'm a very structured, organized person, need all the details, and it's definitely hard not knowing, like, what time are we watching the game on Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, and is, who are they this playing? This is my life next week, yeah, so, like, like I want to Next know. week, we are, with us doing pregame and postgame shows, we are literally waiting with bated breath of, like, when the schedule drops, just like everybody else is. But it is, when you're watching everybody kind of, like, spinning and scrambling, trying to win these last games... It's, it's, it's entertaining to watch because we aren't having these same issues. And we've been in that position, obviously, 
last year, um, where you're, it comes down to the final game. You're not sure if you're in or not. It's mentally so stressful. So we're dealing with the stress of, like, when is the game going to be played? Whereas for yeah. Marlins, Diamondbacks fans, they're wondering, is my team going to be in? And I know Mickey was asking, I believe, uh, someone was asking, who we'd rather face if we'd rather face Arizona or Miami. I... I don't know between those two. I think uh, with the Cubs, it was a little bit easier. I would say I more I'll Cubs, always but... go non-divisional opponent ah. because it's just the familiarity and all that. Uh, I'll always take the team you don't see regularly. They took three or four from in Arizona earlier this year. They have the and series. And the Marlins have had. I just our don't want to see the Marlins. Yeah, um, absolutely not. Oh. Gabe Bassine uh, makes a good point in the chat. He says uh, we need to root for the hated Astros tonight. Make Arizona pitch the their thing. number two pitcher tomorrow as well, which is, is that Merrill Kelly, Tyler? Am I correct on that? Yes. Uh, so let's go Astros. Gross. Uh, but it's that time of the year. So it is that time. you're just trying to get every advantage you can. So let's go Astros. Yeah, and that's a great point, Gabe. I mean, that's part of what we're looking for now is making sure that in their games, they have to go deep in their rotation. You know, I never root for anybody to be injured, but I would like them to be stressed out, working down deep into oh, the, yeah. in the bullpen, like not having it easy where they can rest players. So, uh, yeah, definitely keeping an eye. I, I agree. I think I'd rather the Phillies face the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, absolutely yeah. just the matchup there for whatever reason. It's Whoever we play, we'll, we'll, we will win. But and, and, and I'm expecting and a positive a, thing. a big but game pitcher. You, like, I know he had a down year for him, <sighs> like, really down. But you, you, do you really want to see an Alcantara in the playoffs? No. Not really. If we um, can avoid it. I'd rather see Zach Gallen and, you know, the Diamondbacks yeah. have been leaking a little bit with their rotation this month. So, uh, yeah, I'd rather see the Diamondbacks. If I had my choice, it would be the Cubs because uh, they mm -hmm. just don't seem to want to make the playoffs um but you know i'm not really that worried and i don't mean this to sound cocky or jinxy i'm not really that worried about anybody coming into citizens yeah. bank park um i just think i think it's the best home field advantage in baseball plain and simple mm -hmm. um yeah I, I really do and i think wheeler and nola look good this offense looks potentially great and uh, I, I just want I hate to wish away time, but I, I want Tuesday to be here. I'm like itching. I'm antsy. I can't wait to walk in that stadium uh, Wednesday. Make sure you're paying attention next week on our social media channels. We'll tell you here about it on the show as mm -hmm. well. Uh, but we're going to be giving away a pair of game two tickets. Uh, me, Tyler, Renee and Charlie O'Connor are going to be going down. Uh, kind of representing the PHLY Phillies podcast, and we're going to be giving a pair of tickets out. I think we're going to have some tailgate stuff going oh, on, yeah. too. So hopefully once we get these times all sorted out, uh, we can figure out our lives next week and, and have <laughs> a great time with hopefully some of you, maybe many of you, all of you uh, would love to hang out and meet everybody. Uh, so stay tuned to our PHLY underscore Phillies Twitter account mostly uh we'll put it out on instagram we'll talk about it on the show and and we'll give as many people a chance to win as possible yeah we'll be sharing those details and that's the beauty of following us is that we will have opportunities where we can also yes we have shows where we can have these conversations you can make great points like i know john lemmerman was talking about how the series against the marlins always leads to a crazy series we can have these conversations you know, digitally, but we can also have them face to face. If you guys are able to come down to the tailgate that we're having next week, um, we'll be out at, at 
for the for the playoff games will be down there next week as well so these are always the this is also the fun side where you guys and us we can now interact face to face and be able to, to chat so follow us so you can keep up to date on those details as we are dropping them and giving out how you can win those tickets if you're unable to purchase them to win those tickets to be able to go to the wild card games and, and also and if the you tickets follow are, us I, we, I, we looked at the second market secondary oh, market yeah. they're pricey yeah. they're very much pricey um, but what's not pricey is FOCO FOCO oh. Allows Boom. you to be able to purchase merchandise, collectibles, bobbleheads. If you need to, to buy the Garrett Stubbs overalls or the bracelets, um, that's all at Foco. And you can use Not code PHLY. For I kind of want a friendship bracelet. Off. <laughs> so I might be hopping Head on in. Head over and, to Foco then, Jamie. Yeah, I might be using this code, uh, PHLY code. Use code PHLY for ten percent off to be able to get a discount on that bracelet that you might want to buy. <laughs> and they've got it for you. It's very cool, actually, all the things that they have there. And again, FOCO is a spot with the code PHLY. Jamie, go ahead and use that code. Yeah, I think um, I will. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's... It's a fun time right now. It's we're, we're sitting. It's the waiting game on our end as we get into the final series against the Mets, knowing that we have games being played. At least we know where they're happening. At least we know what day they're happening. But we are all still waiting on the schedule of when and who they're going to be facing. Look at that right there. Oh, you just had something. Over, your screen. Oh, the pop-up. Get out of here. The honey egg. You, Jamie, for anybody yeah. listening, trying to show homepage, the screen. Foco, the overalls and the friendship bracelets right there. Maybe and I'll get the whole family some friendship bracelets. Why don't you get the whole family the overalls? Nah, I'm not wearing overalls. The Lynch family and some Stubbs over overalls? <laughs> That's a great family picture for the holidays. Uh, Are you I'm, kidding? I'm going to grab some Phillies With, like, friendship pumpkins. bracelets. Oh, I've got it all planned out. You can have yeah. <laughs> pumpkins and like baseballs, and you guys are posing we on already... like a barrel of hay yeah. <laughs> in your Garrett Stubbs overall. Yeah. Look, the girls would look so cute. Mm, they would look cute, uh, but they're already a mummy and uh, Owlette from PJ Masks. So yeah. <laughs> oh my! I PJ Masks. But, uh, PJ yeah. Masks. Oh god. <laughs> uh, I got a niece and nephew. I'm very familiar. I know the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So maybe you guys won't be using it. Um, I'm oh, gonna use it. Mickey's saying the code does not work for your bobble purchase. Oh no! Is this your first? I don't know why that wouldn't work. Maybe because the bobbleheads are in such high demand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't work with Foco. I just help promote them. John. John <laughs> says don't go showing your incognito tabs, Jamie. Uh, no. No. No, I will not. Yeah. Jamie's showing the screen. You're doing a, your whole, and the funny part is in the 0.5 seconds that you were turning your laptop around, I could see it slowly changing with things pop popping up. up. <laughs> and it was like your computer was ready to show off and almost, mm -hmm. you never know. But yeah, Foco's probably going to get some of my money this oh, weekend. Oh, wow. John Lemmerman with the dad jokes. What do you call Owlette when she, I don't, I don't really like that joke anymore, actually, now that I'm reading that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read that joke out loud anymore. That was a dirty As joke, John. And Owlette on a kid show, John. We're talking about the right time to fight crime. It's yeah. a nighttime. PJ Masks. Oh, right. that joke was first was funny and then it just got weird. And then you read it all. Yeah, your kids probably hate that joke and they'll hate it even more when they get older and they realize how gross that could potentially be. But we're moving forward. Um, Check out that friendship bracelet. Pretty cool. That is a cool friendship bracelet. Yeah. You guys should do friendship bracelets and do like a cute little yeah. pose. You know, I just should. I, if my rap career doesn't take off and... I don't even know what my other career was in. I'll just be a photographer that helps do holiday shoots. Did you see I got who the was a photographer out. last week in Arizona? You know, Randy Johnson is previously, uh, he's a sports photographer. But last weekend, there was another Hall of Famer that was a sports photographer working the Cardinals' sidelines. 
none other than the kid, the coolest man to ever play baseball, Ken Griffey what? Jr. Uh, was oh, was shooting uh, photographs out of the Arizona Cardinals game. So the uh, the kid, you could be working the sidelines with him. <laughs> I love Ken Griffey Jr. He was like the coolest dude ever. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Yeah. So the kid is now a sports photographer. I guess you know it's just they don't need to worry about the money. It's a passion of theirs, and they just go and do it. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like it. And I like that you changed your joke, John. Thank you for making it a PG-13 <laughs> joke. Now I will read the joke. What do you call outlet in the rain? A moist outlet. But I'm bum. I'd, honestly, I wasn't originally thinking about that way either. But when I said it, it just, yeah, it just went left. But I'm a, I, I love the fact that you can have... Ken Griffey Jr. just snapping shots yeah, during the game cool. and casual, you know? That's that's also the fun. The kid. The kid out there. Photog, the kid. Um, yeah, I see Edger saying, do, do they have Angel Hernandez toilet <laughs> seats? What are, it makes you wonder what you're going to be for Halloween. Are we going to get creative this year? Are we going to have basic costumes? Um, I, would, I could go for some Angel Hernandez urinal cakes at Citizens Bank Park. That would be... Urinal uh, cakes? Yeah, the things they put in the urinals. You don't know about this life. Actually? You know, you have urinal cake knowledge? <laughs> I have a really embarrassing urinal cake story, and I don't know if I want to <laughs> share it. <laughs> Who's got urinal cake stories? That's a little thing that's in yeah, the urinal. supposed oh, to deodorize the urinal. Oh, my God, oh, man, I'm so triggered right now. Oh, no. I just had a whole... Okay, I'll just tell it, because we're... You might as well. You're in pretty deep this now. This is a safe space. This is... When, when you have those moments when people are like, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? This is one of my top three. Oh, wow. We're, get, we're, really we're bad. getting deep. It's really bad. Deep Renee memories so, here. Yes. I played sports growing up. Obviously, as any, if anybody doesn't know, I was an All-American. I'm a Hall of Famer. I, I played my entire life. And the point of this story is, as you're playing soccer, there's a lot of bathrooms that have porter potties. Yes. And I was in an age where my, everyone's like, oh. tell the story. Oh God. I was at I'm, an I'm age, nervous for this story. I'm, I'm nervous to share this story. <laughs> I was at an age where I was old enough to go in the porter potties by myself. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, most of my childhood, and I vividly remember this, I, I would say I was like nine, eight or nine or so. And I remember coming out and saying, you know, oh, this, this porter potty has soap. And my um, oh no, and <laughs> yeah, and oh my no. parent, my I think it was I was with my mom at the time. I don't know if my mom or my dad. I just remember saying this this porta potty is soap, and they're like soap. You know they, they, you know they all have they might have hand sanitizer. I'm like what soap? What soap are you talking about? It's it's got a bar of soap, and it was the porter potty cake that I had notoriously been using thinking that it was a sink and a soap and I was going to the bathroom and then what like soap in my hands with the porter potty cake thingy um wait were you reaching in and getting it or I thought it was a sink Jamie I was like a, I was a child <laughs> so for years oh, I literally thought no. I literally thought that oh for the, years this wasn't a one time thing no. oh god no, it, was, no. it happened very often, guys. Oh. I have many embarrassing stories that involve bathrooms, oh, and God. that is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the chat's just like, oh, God, Renee, no, no. <laughs> Nobody, t- listen. <laughs> the stay here amongst friends. <laughs> when you send your little ones into the bathroom, oh. when you send your girls in the porta potty. I am never sending my girls into a porta potty alone <laughs> now sure after this story. Make sure you tell them that that is not soap. But when you think about it as a child, I mean, it kind of looks like soap. I get where you're coming from. It does look like soap. But it's I, a bar. But the reaching. Oh. But it's like, right, it's not that 
far of a reach. And it's it looks like a sink if you're a little kid. You don't know what a you and as a girl, how many, I've never, how many times are we talking here? Over or under 35? Ooh. Over? Now I was I was at I was at porter potties pretty regularly. Oh. Um I don't know. I We're don't know. We're gonna go, that's an over. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say Tell your daughters, especially, I, because we don't... Learned. So as a little girl, I never went to the bathroom with my dad. I was never in there. Like, I knew men pee standing up, but I just thought it was in the toilet. And then nobody know you don't know about urinals so tell oh, your daughters man. when they go in the porter potty that the urine that's a urinal that's not a sink and that's not a bar of soap that is for oh, men okay all right so you were just reaching into the urinal part not the toilet part all right that makes it a little better but it's still is it better though slightly better but because in my head you were reaching the into toilet. the toilet part no uh, I'm but not okay that, yeah some had I the was urinal. a very smart kid i okay. wasn't that dumb but Ooh, yeah i mean still it's, not great still not great but <laughs> slightly better than i was at five minutes ago some of have soaps in the in the porter potty, especially like the new ones. The when they, and I Ooh. thought it was soap. Wow. Yeah, we need to sell soap now, Brian Berkey. I agree. <coughs> um, you know, someone wow. soap. Yeah. Oh, I have lots of embarrassing bathroom <laughs> stories. I don't know why my most embarrassing things often happen in the bathroom. So, so. Um, Angel Hernandez urinal cake led to one of Renee's most embarrassing stories. I'm glad I said it. Yeah, because it triggered me as soon as you said it. I literally I can picture that day like it was yesterday that I've. Learned I wasn't washing my hands with a nice clean bar of Dove soap, but instead it was a well, dirty pee-pee bar. Yeah, thank you for mm -hmm. sharing mm -hmm. uh, that you washed your hands Tell for your years daughters. with dirty pee-pee bars. Tell your uh, daughters that's not soap, guys. I will not let them go into a porta potty now ever again uh, until they're of age to understand. I don't know. You don't know a you don't know a urinal. You're never in there with a mm -hmm. in a urinal. Yeah, no. You don't even I mean, know what right. that is. I, I when there was a certain age that I would just take her in with me and like have her stand. Because, you know, when I'm assisting her and then I have to go, it's like, all right, well, just stand outside. Right, right. Like, I do. Like, I remember going to the bathroom you. with my dad, but it was mostly my mom or my older sister. So, yeah, I'm glad this is a trust-free. This is a, it's a, it's a, fr a safe space, right? Yeah, We're all family. Absolutely. We're all friends. Uh, Will says, thank you for sharing. <laughs> and Tyler flashes up the famous Michael Scott. No, please, God, no. <laughs> Did you know that Michael uh, Scott, uh, Steve Carell was a very good hockey goaltender? I, I just, can actually see that, though. I just found that out the other day. He gives me hockey guy vibes, doesn't he? Yeah, kind of. The way he like, talks and stuff, he seems like a hockey guy. John said he worries about his kids falling in. Yes, on our travel soccer team growing up, there was always this, this lore. I don't know if it was true that a kid fell in once at a practice. Those things deep too yeah. oh that's like when you talk about and there was oh. always stories i've heard of people being pushed over inside of i was actually a in a, now i i wasn't in the porta potty oh. i fortunately got out of the porta potty in time when a big gusty wind came through and it blew over wow and that's yeah. like a top five like fear of mine fortunately i was i was out of there at that point but it literally toppled over mm. and just shit hit the fan <laughs> literally <laughs> And figuratively. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll, we'll pull it back. Brian says from foot tans to urinal cakes. To, I didn't know that's what they were called, actually. Yeah, urinal cakes. Wow, I learned something yeah. new. Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> but if they, but if Little they young in, me was sitting there washing my I've hands. I've always wanted a urinal at my house. Like, I don't understand why people they can't have be. have them at their house. I know, but people. like it's very, I've never seen one. You could get like a bidet, a urinal, a, bidet. a toilet. Oh. 
Yeah, damn. they're like 40 bucks on Amazon. You can just install them yourself. It's great. Oh. Uh, but the urinal I've always wanted, like down the basement as Tyler puts his head in his hands. Uh, yes. So let's pull it back to the Phillies, huh? The Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I'm sure they're urinal cake. They might have the Angel Hernandez urinal cakes in the locker room now after. All this started because we were talking about Halloween costumes. Yeah. And now then look where we are. Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez has gotten a lot of our attention today, and yeah. rightfully so, because he stinks at his job. You know who doesn't stink at their job, though? DraftKings Sportsbook. Ooh. I had the over last night in Detroit uh, Green Bay, and thank you for that, mm. DraftKings. I appreciate the money. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping you up to date with all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can take $5 and turn it into $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. Renee, don't forget the timer. I have a, a new record to beat. Oh, my gosh. I and, was too busy reading the chat about yeah. the days and And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September because football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up using code PHLY. New customers can bet just $5 and get two. 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code PHLY. The crown is yours. All right. Yesterday's time was 31.19. Okay, here no we go. No pressure. Are you guys ready? On your marks. Get set. <laughs> Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources, bonus bets expire after seven days after insurance, Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Oh, that was slow. Thirty-one point four to seven. Oh. That was that was close. Yesterday might have been my last record. line. You were like, I know. You were rolling and then yeah. you breathed. How dare you? The seven days after <laughs> issuance, I think, got me a little bit. You took, today. yeah, you took like a. <gasps> yeah, I, I yeah. took another breath there. You want to try it again? No, I'm all right. <laughs> I think the people are all right too. <laughs> try to get through that as quick as I can. Dang, that was so close. Disclaimers be disclaimering. <laughs> As the kids always say. Oh, man. No, well, we've got that. games this weekend. Yeah, you're on your Twista vibes. You're giving a little... Who's, who's Twista? The rapper? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know Twista. Oh, no. He's a... He's, he's Spiral Out. You're the man. I mean, or, I know a lot actually, of rappers. I don't know if you are Twista, a man or a woman. Spiral Out, you're the person. Spiral Out could be anything. Um, Twista is a, is a rapper that speaks so fast. Okay. Busta Rhymes who, does, too. I was going to say, who's faster, Busta or Twista? I don't know, actually. That's mm. a great question. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we've got games this weekend, though. This is the best segment on the station. <laughs> Woohoo! Because <laughs> every day we're going to bring you a little bit of baseball and then everything else. That's and all the foolishness. Cake Friday. <laughs> All right, what's the games this weekend? We've got a doubleheader tomorrow now. Yeah. We don't play today. And then uh, one more time, one more time. And then we close things out. Can you believe we're at the end of the regular season? I know. It's, I'm antsy for three? playoffs. But, yeah, three games left on the year. That's it. It was a fun year. It really was. Like, when you look back on it, aside from the end result, you know, sports are entertainment. And, of course, I want to win. And we're all maniacs here and nuts. But, you know, you try to judge it on the entertainment aspect 
it's been a really fun baseball season. And obviously we all hope this ends with something more fun. Uh, but all in all, extremely likable team. Um, and a lot of fun. It's been a really fun season, and it's going to come to an end. And then Tuesday we get to dive headfirst into nail-biting season, the uh, highly anxiety-ridden. You're sitting next to me at the game on Wednesday, so you'll see me, like, probably Do, pacing. Am I sitting next to you or yes. just near you? You're next to me, Renee. We got the two aisle seats, and then Charlie and Tyler are inside. Wait, Char why Charlie had the seating arrangement figured out? Because Vince was sending out the ticket. He was yeah, but that means I have to physically sit in that seat. Are you one of those? I'm a, a, a aisle person. Yeah. I mean, I'm an aisle person because I used to use the restroom a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I do too when I've been drinking. And yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. and because my legs are so long that I need to like every once in a while stand up and, and Charlie's like, pace. the tiniest, so we've sent him inside. Charlie's definitely got to be on the yeah. inside. And then Tyler, I, yeah. Okay, I'm more of like free flowing. We don't have to stay in our seats. No, we don't have to be in our exact Jamie's seats. Jamie's trying to make but, me sit next to him so I can deal with all anxiety. It's, if it's asked, uh, yeah, I want the aisle. Get those legs out, you know? I'll rock, paper, scissors, shoot yeah. you for it. <laughs> what section are we in? Oh, we'll let you know uh, on Monday, maybe. Well, no, where oh, we're you're sitting dropping is it now? 418. Oh, okay, guys. We're I was going to leave the... Oh, no. That's not the seats we're giving away, though. We're giving away better seats. I was gonna leave some suspense to where we're gonna be sitting, no, yeah. so you guys have to tune in on Monday to find out. But it's okay, Jamie. <laughs> but the seats and Tyler we're giving away are even better. <laughs> find us in there. Yeah. What are you wearing to the game? Are we gonna coordinate a match? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I might bust out the. Uh, I haven't worn it probably since 2009 or 10. I might bust out my uh, mustard-stained Ryan Howard jersey. We'll see. We're going jerseys? I might. I might, yeah. Huh. I haven't worn it in like mm. over a decade, so I feel like it might be time to bust it, might it be out. Time. It might be time. I think the mustard same was right. Just <laughs> giving uh, out all the details of where we are. Uh, the game where he tore his Achilles, that Giants game. I'm pretty sure I had a sausage, pepper, and onion, and the mustard hit it. And Isn't that crazy, the things we remember? Yeah, my, my winter boots still have um, crab fry cheese on it from the NFC Championship game and the Patrick Robinson pick six because I was jumping up and down, and I jumped right into the cheese sauce. And I was going to clean it off, and I was like, oh, that's a happy memory. I'm going to keep that there. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, there's that's a, gross. I mean, it's not like you the heart. <laughs> that's Tyler makes a really good point. You wash your hand with urinal cakes. Um, so I the was cheese, a child. The cheese is in there. The stain I didn't try to clean off. Like it stained. Oh, the, I see. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's not you like just the hard cheese. You're just cheese gonna have ants. <laughs> yeah, rock solid cheese from years ago. <laughs> still on your shoes, on your jersey. Yeah, you're just yeah. trying to attract ants and everything. No, okay. no, no, not like that. Uh, but the Eagles are playing this weekend. Uh, let's do uh, two minutes. I think the Eagles are gonna blow the doors off the Commanders. Uh, I think you know Sam Howell was sacked. I think nineteen nine, nine times last weekend. So I, you know the Eagles are gonna have a good shot here at getting to ten. Uh, if you can throw a Jalen Carter sack, you know prop in your parlays out there, probably not a bad idea. If you want to bet Hassan Reddick or Josh Sweat to get one. Probably not a bad idea because the commander's offensive line sucks. Uh, they're not really a threat. And I think the Eagles are going to cover the eight and a half and blow them out this weekend. Yeah, I mean, look, Howell's been sacked eight, 19 times a season. Yeah, nine um, last week four, four, Yeah, four interceptions last weekend. One was for a pick six. Nine last week against the Bills where they were held scoreless until the very end. And I don't care that they beat the Eagles last year when the Eagles were undefeated and they're, like, having the same well, hope this year. The divisional game I mean, thing is real. I mean, I do care. Real. That pissed me off. Um, Jalen Hurts in 20 regular season games that he started, 19-1 with that stinking loss against the Commanders. But Sam Howell is absolutely not leading 
this team to nah. beat the Eagles. And I feel Eagles like our D-line this. in general, um, between Jalen Carter, right it's game. a whole different unit out there. And I think we're gelling. I'm not stressing about the Eagles like other people are. I'm, I have a very high ceiling for the Eagles this season because I think they're just – you don't want them peaking too soon, Miami. You don't want them having this incredible start too soon that's, like, hard to maintain throughout the longevity of the season. So to, this weekend's going to be another chance to just knock off those lowly NFC East opponents. Yeah, I'm going to be betting them for sure. Uh, I'll be doing the pregame and postgame show on Woo-hoo. Sunday with Bo and Zach. Zach will be down in the stadium, me and Bo hanging in studio here. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then the other little piece of Philadelphia news I don't have much optimism for it, but if they did pull it off somehow, Uh-oh. I would be ecstatic. And apparently there's reports that Drew Holiday could be moved out of Portland as early as Monday. Make sure you're checking out Kyle and Derek <laughs> and Rich uh, on the Sixers show because, you know, they're they're breaking news on this story. Um, so they're doing a great job. I, I would love Drew Holiday to come back to Philadelphia. I didn't want Drew Holiday out of Philadelphia. I just don't see how it's going to happen, but... I know. Let's hope it happens this weekend. That would uh, be a real party. Phillies playoff baseball, big Sixers trade, Eagles go 4-0. I mean, Philadelphia's the center of the sports universe. Yeah, Union better go on a win also. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely been interesting since the Dame news dropped that he's headed to Milwaukee. But look, there's a lot to keep up with. Eagles are absolutely and should absolutely not only beat the commanders, but should have a nice high scoring game, get Hassan Reddick back. The defense should be able to hold them. I, I would say to, I would love like a single digit, zero if, if possible performance. Um, but offensively, I think we're definitely going it's going to be a four now that we're reaching. So thank you guys for tuning in. I love that everybody's excited about the weekend, about the weather, about us about what we've been talking about, um, about all the foolishness that we get into. And it's great that you guys like to enjoy to jump in with the banter. Yeah, um, teach your kids not to wash their hands with the urinal cakes. If nothing Important else, listen, lesson learned today. Every episode, we give you a nugget. <laughs> this is like Sesame Street. You know, there's, there's always the, the nugget of the day. There's always the insight of the day. And today it was, make sure your kids, especially your daughters, know what a urinal is <laughs> and what urinal cakes are so they're not washing their hands like I was. Thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of PHOI. Phillies podcast. Subscribe, like, stay tuned. We've got tickets to, to give away for next week. We've got more exciting things to come here on the show. For Jamie Lynch, Tyler Zuli, and myself, Renee Washington, have a fantastic weekend. Go Phillies and go all things Philly sports. We'll see you guys next time. We all city like the mayor.